Welcome to Thrifty Guru Talk Radio, where your host and guest speakers review the hottest trending topics for natural and alternative wellness and long-term wealth creation. Are you curious about the benefits of alternative wellness? Are you an entrepreneur like us and get excited about all the TV, magazine, and social media stories of health benefits? And what about the far-reaching opportunities that come with these emerging industries? Let us help you figure it all out. You're invited to come along as we share our opinion on products, tools, and resources we think you will love and will inspire you to change your tomorrow starting today. This is Thrifty Guru Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Cindy Gerard, professional entrepreneur and online business builder. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Now, let's dig in with this week's episode. Welcome, listeners. I'm your host, Cindy Gerard. Thank you for tuning in. Check out the show notes for tips and links related to this week's topic. Subscribe now to Thrifty Guru Talk Radio and never miss a weekly episode. And be sure to follow Thrifty Guru on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We appreciate you joining us today. Be sure to drop us a comment or review at the end of the show. This week, episode one, is your mind set on wealth creation? I think a great place to kick off Thrifty Guru Talk Radio is by taking a closer look within to help you understand if you have the head for success. What is your attitude towards success and finances? What can you do to get your head in the game if you have a vision or goal to reach? The secret to success comes from within. Part 1. Your attitude and the effect on your business. Part 2. Is your mindset leading you down the path of wealth creation? Thrifty Guru is on the air. Let's dig in. Is your attitude killing your business? It's great to have your own business as you don't have to listen to an incompetent boss telling you what to do. Of course, owning one has challenges associated with it. You must deal with all the issues of the business, and this means you're taking on problems from many different areas. This responsibility can make anyone have a bad attitude. If you are at a point where you have a bad attitude in your business, you need to turn that around. If not, you can expect your business to suffer. Your workers will be more apt to quit. You'll become harder to work with and harder to please. While people may stick around for a short time, as soon as they find something better, they'll leave. Your suppliers won't give you the deals you need to stay competitive. You probably won't pay them on time because of the bad attitude you've adopted. Suppliers only give preferential treatment to customers who pay on time. Besides, when you're speaking to them, you're yelling at them due to your negative attitude. They may put up with you because you do eventually pay, but don't expect any decent prices from them. Also, when there are problems, you'll go to the bottom of the queue. The biggest impact to you having a bad attitude in your business is to your customers. If you give them your bad attitude, you can be sure they're going to migrate to your competition. If you're lucky enough to have products with high switching costs, they may stick with you because of that. Bear in mind that they'll only take so much of your attitude. If it gets too out of hand, they'll pay the extra costs of your competitors. You may feel that you can find other employees, suppliers, and even customers, but this comes with a heavy acquisition cost. Imagine how great your business would be if you never had to find new people in any of these categories. If you have the right attitude, 
you can make that happen for you. Then you can concentrate on providing the best products or service for your market. You'll be freed up to expand your business if that's what you want to do. A good part of changing your attitude for the better is just to listen to everyone in your business. Listening to coworkers, customers, and suppliers will open doors for you in every aspect of your business. How do others act? Observe your workplace. Pay attention to people who are at a higher level than you. Do any of them have a bad attitude? Keep going up the line as far as you can. Do you know the president of your company? How is his or her attitude? Chances are the people in these upper-level positions have good attitudes. It's unlikely they made it to where they are if they didn't. Perhaps they helped your company to advance and their reward was a promotion. Not all managers have good attitudes. You may find some that have appalling attitudes. Some managers are nasty and don't care what you or anyone else thinks. However, most of the managers are going to have positive attitudes, all things being equal. They may have bad days on occasion, but overall, they're upbeat. Read the profiles of famous people. What can you infer about their attitudes from their writing? You'll find the majority maintain a positive outlook. Many of these people will describe how they used to have a bad attitude and their lives turned around when they altered their way of thinking. It may be possible to succeed with a bad attitude, but it's going to be an uphill battle. Why go through all that? Having a good attitude is a much quicker path to success. It's not only a recipe for success, but it also helps you maintain a healthier life, less stress, which also leads you to solutions quicker. When you have a bad attitude, you'll dismiss every suggestion or idea as something that won't work. With the right attitude, doors will open to many possibilities. If you feel as though your attitude isn't good, it's probably time to turn that around. After all, it's going to be an obstacle to your success. You should not confuse a good attitude with agreeing with what everyone says. There are plenty of instances where you need to stand your ground. The key is to do this respectfully and don't make it personal. When done correctly, you won't be seen as having a bad attitude, but as someone who is contributing beneficial ideas and comments. Disagreements are natural and necessary to the creative process. It just needs to stay professional. People won't always tell you that you have a bad attitude. It may be too late for you when you lose your job or get into trouble. To prevent this, find out what others think about your attitude by asking them. How to change your attitude Life hasn't gone the way you had hoped. You're in your same dead-end job in a career you thought might have had some promise, but it didn't turn out as planned. You believe it just isn't in your cards that you have your dream life. However, what could be the problem is not having the right kind of attitude. You want to explore changing your attitude and see if that doesn't result in the changes you need for the better. The first step is to figure out if your attitude could use some adjusting. Do you find people trying to avoid you? Do you find that you get set off by the smallest incidents? You may have just ignored what people have told you about having a bad attitude. The next time you're involved in some incident that goes bad, ask yourself this question. Is this something that was my responsibility? Go through the scenario from the perspective of an outsider observing you. Is there anything you could have done differently that would have changed the result? Think back to what you said and see if you were the one responsible. You shouldn't take the blame for everything. If you reach within and discover that others were responsible, then hold them to it. Just make sure that you've ruled out yourself as the culprit before doing this. 
If there are some gray areas, be willing to give in a bit. When you go through this exercise, you'll find that you're in the wrong more often than you realized. Once you come to this realization, you can take steps to change yourself. Don't focus on only negative aspects of your life. Accept both the good and bad. Be proud of the good aspects and be willing to work on the negative ones. Changing your attitude is a process. As such, it will take some time to readjust your thinking. You identify that you're not always right and will try to do what's necessary to avoid those activities again. When you do avoid them in the future, make sure you recognize that as an achievement, this is an important part of the process. Expect others to recognize your changes when you commit to making them. Your attitude will change for the better just by going through the process described. You'll live a happier life and you'll make friends much more easily. You should also expect your job to change for the better, as your management will notice these changes as well. Consequences of a bad attitude You may not realize it, but your bad attitude is going to cost you. In some cases, it could hurt others as well. Are you willing to accept the risk in exchange for keeping your bad attitude going? What good has it served you, and will you try something different? When people take on a bad attitude, they tend to be apathetic. They don't care what others think, or so they say. They tend to withdraw from social interactions and don't live as well as they could. Below, we look at some of the consequences of a bad attitude. Your general outlook on life is going to be poor. You think the world's against you and you do everything in your power to avoid others or avoid interacting with others. You lose your friends and you spend limited time with your family. If you have a bad attitude, you'll likely find yourself stressed out more than you should be. This stress is unhealthy and can prevent your body from fending off disease, and so your bad attitude could cause disease. You probably won't be nice to other people. You end up saying the wrong things and hurting them. You may find yourself insulting others when you have a bad attitude. You'll be irritated by everything they say and everyone you encounter. Bad attitudes don't work well in your work environment. It's something that could make you lose your job. What's worse about the situation is that you won't realize why you lost your job or you won't accept that it was because of your bad attitude. Employers want people who look for solutions, and negative thinking prevents that from happening. In fact, you'll look for reasons why everything won't work. A bad attitude usually makes a bad situation worse. If you find yourself in a legal situation, taking a bad attitude against law enforcement could give them reasons to make it difficult for you. When you're cooperative and have a good attitude, they'll try to work with you to lessen the impact and reduce the charges. They may even let it go. The consequences described here are not exhaustive. You can probably come up with more, but this should be enough to show you that you have a lot to lose by taking on a bad attitude. There's a reason for the old saying about how you catch more flies with honey. Dealing with Customer Service Reps you may have noticed over the past decade or so that the quality of customer service in companies has deteriorated. Companies used to go out of their way to provide exemplary customer service. Today, it seems that the field is rife with bad attitudes. One reason could be that the people purchase more online. E-commerce stores are growing at staggering rates. It's just as easy for a no-name entity to build a website and sell than it is for big retailers. In fact, the smaller players can be nimble where the larger companies don't have that ability. However, these same smaller players don't have dedicated customer service teams. Usually, they're one-person operations. Most people receive no training in customer service, and this puts them at a severe disadvantage. 
businesses may take the attitude that there are plenty of fish in the sea concerning customers. If one customer isn't happy, just find others to buy. However, what they don't realize is the power that one disgruntled person has. They can report the bad experience on sites like Yelp.com. Potential customers will read those reviews. These disgruntled customers will also report to friends and family to stay away from your business. Larger companies also have taken a hit on customer service. Many have outsourced their customer service to call centers in other countries. Although staff training may be excellent in these call centers, there's often a cultural gap. Also, these outside entities cannot represent the company in the same way an employee can. Companies have their own culture that you will only understand when you work for them. There's no face to customer service anymore. People contact customer service online or via phone. In some cases, companies use a bot as their first action, or they divert you to a knowledge base. If you've ever tried to contact a customer service via the phone, you'll be required to muddle through several options and be put on hold for long periods before speaking to anyone. It's no wonder customers become irritated right from the start. It's usually best to maintain a calm composure when dealing with customer service reps. You'll find that you get more from them when you're willing to work with them rather than confronting them. Of course, this is difficult if the situation doesn't go your way, and this is especially true if the customer service rep has a bad attitude. Part 2. Is your mindset leading you down the path of wealth creation? Who says you have a bad attitude? Someone tells you they think you have a bad attitude. How do you react? A better question should be under whose authority are they given to judge such behavior? It could be that you did something or said something they didn't like. That doesn't make it wrong. It just goes against their beliefs or ideas. The word bad is relative. Children can be thought to act up, but they're acting the way children act. In their early years, children experience raw emotions with little to no filters. Parents, teachers, and other adults such as aunts and uncles all try to teach children to behave in a certain way. Society gives conflicting messages about how to behave. You're told to be an individual, but if you don't conform, you're someone with a bad attitude. Isn't the nature of being an individual to not conform to society's norms? You're not a drone, so you shouldn't be expected to act like one. But why is someone telling you that your attitude is bad? Some people have a genuine dislike for everything. They'll argue with you just for the sake of arguing. Their beliefs may even be different than what they argue. Whatever you say, they'll take an opposite view just to be confrontational. Most will agree that these people have negative attitudes. They're angry with the world for a multitude of reasons and are unwilling to do anything to alter their situations. It's easier for them to withdraw and be cantankerous. The example in the previous paragraph is extreme, but there are people like that. Happily, they're in the minority. Others will show some form of this behavior, but not to this extreme. It becomes subjective when people don't go to extremes. You must evaluate what the person is saying and determine if it's because they have a bad attitude. Just because they argue with you doesn't mean that they have a bad attitude. They simply disagree with what you're saying and present a counterpoint. The same scenario is true for you when you argue with others. You may feel whatever statements others make are not in line with what you believe. You give your point of view and back up your argument with valid information. Some people may still believe you have a bad attitude when you do this, but that's their problem. You're stating your position, which you have the right to do. What do you think about yourself? 
you have an inner voice that chimes in whenever you do or say something wrong. It'll criticize you for the rest of your life. However, this inner voice can be overly critical and can lead you astray. It can even cause you to have a bad attitude. You'll find it difficult to be content with others when you're not content with yourself. If you're constantly criticizing yourself or that inner voice is, it's going to beat you down. You'll feel bad about yourself and you'll take it out on others. Being self-critical is a useful tool if you don't get bogged down with it. When used correctly, you can improve your life or aspects of your life. Hence, you become a better person. However, when you go overboard, your life could take a turn for the worse. Part of that turn is your attitude. If you knock down every aspect of your life, you'll be critical of others. Define your internal attitude regarding what you want to improve in your life. If you're not as good at a particular skill, learn what it'll take to become better. When you do this, you're replacing the critical elements with action steps. Instead of saying you'll never be good at that skill, you can redefine it to say, I want to do what it takes to learn. You'll accept your limitations and learn how to overcome them. It's easy to fall back into a negative attitude. Other people who don't share your willingness to change will help you find excuses why you shouldn't pursue those changes. They do this because if you succeed, you remove any excuse they have. However, you'll find that when you do succeed, many of those people will leave the excuses behind and follow your success. Unfortunately, this isn't true for all of them. Some will be left behind to wallow in their excuses. One question you should always ask is how well a bad attitude has served you. Hopefully, you won't be able to find any examples. There may be a few minor situations where it could have helped. Overall, you'll find that it didn't help, but it hindered your progress. Once you realize that having a bad attitude doesn't help you, think about ways in which having a good attitude did help. Focus on those ways and use that to reinforce your good attitude. Don't get caught in a negative feedback loop. Have you ever heard of a negative feedback loop? It's where your negative attitude will cause others to be negative towards you. Then you continue to be negative towards them because they were negative towards you. It's a phenomenon that feeds upon itself, but it's worse than you think because the people you were negative towards will alert others to your attitude. This negative feedback carries over to your family. When you give people a negative attitude at work, they'll give it back to you, which puts you in a bad mood. You go home with this bad mood and take your situation out on your family. They do all they can to either steer clear of you or they'll confront you. Thus, the negative feedback loop continues at home. When you get to work the next day, colleagues will automatically label you as being negative, just based on the way you acted the previous day. And so the stage is set for people to be negative towards you without you doing anything to them. Of course, your reaction is likely to be negative towards them once again. And so the cycle continues, putting you in another bad mood that you'll take with you when you get home. Only you can break this loop, at least for the people that deal with you. Bad days at work can happen for any number of reasons, but if you have them frequently, it's time to do some soul-searching. Think back over the last month and try to remember the number of days you were in a bad mood because of work. If there are more than five or six, you need to take some action. Make a conscious effort to have a good attitude towards everyone you know. Do it even if you aren't feeling it inside. You want to see if these people's attitudes change towards you. If people are approaching you more readily and they smile when they do so, you may be doing something right. Even if you force yourself to have the right attitude, this can help you alter your brain so that in the future you'll have a better attitude. 
Do this often enough, and you'll break the negative feedback loop. If you've been negative for a while, people will be cautious of your motives when you first start turning yourself to a positive attitude. That's okay. Eventually, they'll accept this positivity. Why do people have bad attitudes? Having a bad attitude is associated with negative actions. People get fired for having bad attitudes. Sometimes a bad attitude can even land you in jail. Why do people continue to project a bad attitude when there are so many negatives associated with them? Some people seem justified in this negative behavior. They feel marginalized by their colleagues or their bosses. They become apathetic because they feel no one's listening to what they're saying. They get to the point of simply remaining quiet and collecting a paycheck. The feeling that no one's listening can happen in relationships as well and can cause people to adopt a bad attitude. If it continues indefinitely, it's likely to lead to divorce. Children, too, often feel their siblings and parents don't understand them, which can cause them to withdraw and act up with a bad attitude. Can a bad attitude be justified? After all, some people don't deserve anything better. These people are not friendly, and you don't want to encourage them by being on your best behavior. However, you have to wonder if you're trying to fight fire with fire when you give them your bad attitude. It may be justified, but is it effective? You may even feel good about giving them the cold shoulder. You need to determine why your attitude is bad. Are you unhappy with your life? If so, you may need to make changes and not take out the situation on those around you. If you're not happy with what others have done, you should try to discover why they did what they did. See if you can get them to realize what they did is not the right course of action. If you want this to work, you probably need to adopt a positive attitude with them. If you're at odds with them, they'll pick up on this and give it right back to you. Sometimes you may end up in a bad mood, which won't last long. You may lash out at others, and they misconstrue that you have a bad attitude because of it. Hopefully your friends and family will see it's just a temporary mood. If it's with people who don't know you very well, you may want to explain your behavior to them. This act of coming forward can make a huge difference in how they perceive you. Your attitude about money can make or break your finances. Many people state that they want to be rich, but have no clue how to make that happen. Many of these people wander through life hoping for some windfall to happen. Perhaps they'll win the lottery, or a great lost uncle will pass on a huge inheritance. Either of those scenarios is unlikely for most people. If you want to create wealth, you must alter your attitude about it. Start with the understanding that wealth creation is a slow and steady process. If you learn this one aspect, it'll serve you well in your life. If you try to hit a home run with your finances, you're more likely to strike out. It's better to get base hits and do that consistently. It's easy to get caught up in the hype when you see the financial spin doctors report on high-flying investors. They profile rich investors who seemingly made their gains in short durations. What they fail to show you is the journey those investors took. Many of them started out exactly like everyone else. They just made wise choices with their money. You need to create a plan for your finances. For instance, if you've racked up credit card debt, you need to make it a priority to get out of that. Don't invest money when you owe on your credit cards. You simply won't be able to make up for the high interest charged by the credit card companies. You may be lucky for one or two months, but your overall performance will be much less. History backs this up. No plan is complete without a realistic budget. You cannot spend more than you earn and expect the wealth creation engine to continue. You need to determine your incoming funds as well as your expenses. 
work towards getting your inflows of cash to be greater than your outflows. It's not enough to have your cash inflows equal your cash outflows. That equilibrium is a situation known as living paycheck to paycheck. The biggest problem with this is when you have a time where you need to spend more than your inflows of cash, such as an emergency, it'll tip the scale towards having to borrow money. Even if you never run into a situation where you must spend more than you make, you won't get ahead. Having the right attitude towards wealth creation will help you take the necessary steps to make that a reality. It'll be an adjustment in the beginning, but the rewards will be well worth the effort. This is Thrifty Guru Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in and check out this week's show notes. I'm your host, Cindy Gerard, professional entrepreneur and online business builder. Connect with me on LinkedIn.